This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, lawmakers are pushing to extend a program deadline for public service loan forgiveness. A lawsuit about racially biased performance evaluations at NASA moves forward. And a handful of IRS employees are charged with defrauding two pandemic relief programs. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Wednesday, October 5th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Lawmakers urge the Education Department to extend an approaching deadline for the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. Nearly 100 members of both the House and Senate call on the department to push back the expiration of its waiver program. The limited-time waiver aims to make it easier for more public servants to receive student debt relief. The PSLF program intends to provide debt relief to those who serve 10 years in federal service. The lawmakers ask education to extend the deadline to July of next year, coinciding with the launch of new PSLF regulations. Currently, the temporary waiver is set to expire on October 31st. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. A discrimination case at NASA takes a step forward in the legal process. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission has granted class certification to a group of federal employees who are suing NASA for racial discrimination. The employees say an agency evaluation system created reports that were biased against black and Asian American workers. Those NASA employees received significantly lower performance ratings on average than their white counterparts across all of the agency centers. NASA has until November 10th to appeal EEOC's decision. The Office of Management and Budget is doubling down on the White House's goal of awarding at least 12 percent of all prime federal contracts to small disadvantaged businesses, or SDBs. OMB released a new memo instructing agencies to work with the Small Business Administration to establish their fiscal 2023 SDB contracting goals. OMB says SBA and agencies must ensure the government as a whole meets the 12 percent goal set out by the president last December. OMB says it will continue to work with SBA and others to take additional steps for building the diversity and resilience of the federal supplier base with a focus on lowering barriers to entry. The Justice Department is charging five current and former IRS employees for defrauding COVID-19 relief programs. DOJ says the defendants obtained over a million dollars through the Paycheck Protection Program and the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program. Prosecutors say the money went for cars, luxury goods, and personal travel. The defendants face wire fraud charges, which carry a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison. The Army has a new agreement with Google to deliver email and other collaboration tools to soldiers. The Army's calling it Army Google Workplace. It'll be available to about 250,000 service members in the coming weeks. The Google solution is meant to bridge the gap between the DOD's legacy enterprise mail service and the Army's transition to Microsoft 365. The Army opted against buying full Microsoft licenses for all of its service members, mainly for cost reasons. 
The State Department launches a fresh talent outreach for its diplomatic security service. It started accepting applications for the William D. Clark Senior Diplomatic Security Fellowships. They're for students aiming for a master's degree who hope to become Foreign Service Special Agents. Once accepted, fellows get $42,000 annually to help with room and board, tuition, and books. And once they complete the program and receive an appointment, they'll owe the State Department five years of service. The Department of Homeland Security continues to churn out a steady diet of new cyber regulations. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Coast Guard is preparing to release new cyber hygiene regulations for the maritime sector. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas says the new requirements are the latest in a string of cyber rules DHS has been developing. The Transportation Security Administration has already issued cybersecurity directives for the pipeline industry, the aviation sector, and the freight and rail sectors, respectively. And the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is developing new cyber incident reporting rules for all critical infrastructure sectors. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Department of Homeland Security is getting a new counterterrorism czar. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas announced on Tuesday that Nicholas Rasmussen will serve as DHS's counterterrorism coordinator. Rasmussen is currently a fellow at the McCain Institute. He's previously served in several counterterrorism roles at the White House and in the intelligence community, including as director of the National Counterterrorism Center. U.S. Central Command opens the door to more innovation by filling a brand new technology position. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. Skylar Moore is the U.S. Central Command's first ever chief technology officer. She is charged with leading innovation across the organization's headquarters, components, and subordinate units. Moore has worked for the Defense Department in assorted roles since 2019 when she was the Director of Science and Technology for the Defense Innovation Board. Over the last year, she worked as a senior defense and foreign policy advisor in the House of Representatives and was chief strategy officer for the Navy Task Force 59, which focuses on unmanned and AI integration efforts. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. An AI Bill of Rights from the White House sets a higher bar for agencies to weed out bias. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The AI Bill of Rights from the Office of Science and Technology Policy outlines what more than a dozen agencies will do to ensure AI tools deployed in and out of government align with privacy rights and civil liberties. That includes new federal procurement policy and guidance to ensure agencies purchase and implement AI and automation tools that are transparent and free of bias. Deputy OSTP Director Alondra Nelson says increasingly common automation tools need greater rules of the road. They can empower us. They can help us solve some of our greatest challenges. But too often, the use of these technologies result in just the opposite. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. L3 Harris is making a big play to strengthen its network and communications offerings for the Defense Department. The Florida-based company is buying Viastat's Tactical Data Links, or TDL, product line, for nearly $2 billion. TDL Network is integrated on military aircraft, ground vehicles, surface vessels, and operating bases, and it enables warfighters across multiple domains to securely share voice and data communications. L3 Harris says tactical data links will provide more resilient communication and networking capabilities to a larger user base. Viastat's TDL product line earned more than $400 million in revenue last year. The Small Business Administration needs to catch up on its paperwork for the 8A Business Development Program. 
The Government Accountability Office found SBA failed to make annual reports to Congress about the program since 2016. The agency sent the 2016 and 2017 reports in 2020, while it still hasn't sent reports for the other three years. The 8A program helps socially and economically disadvantaged small businesses. SBA changed the financial thresholds for companies to qualify for the 8A program in 2020, but didn't conduct a study before making the changes. GAO wants SBA to develop a plan to address report delays and evaluate the effects of the changes to the 8A program's thresholds. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, October 5th, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. Your story, it lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.